0: Hello and welcome to Bone Zone, the podcast where we talk about bones and dudes we want to bone. Uh, welcome back. Happy New Year. We are finally back after our little break. How are you doing, Zen?
1: Hello. Hello. I'm great. I'm so glad. Well, hold on. I am really glad it's 2021. Yes. It, it got off to a rough start, as we all know. <laughs> but I'm still um, optimistic. What are you talking about? I am still full of... At the time of this recording, we are just it's two January days away. 18th? Yes, yep. just two days away from Inauguration Day. I literally am just like... I'm going to have a party. I'm going to get drunk. I'm going to start drinking in the middle of the day on Wednesday. (laughs) I don't even care. I have to check my work schedule to see if I have meetings. Even if I do have meetings, I might still do it anyway. I'm just ready to party is what I'm trying to say. I'm excited.
0: <laughs> I think I checked, and uh, my meeting ends at twelve thirty, and that's Ooh. when his swearing in is supposed to pretty much be wrapping up. Nice. So I was thinking, maybe if you don't have a meeting, I can run up, and we can <gasps> be like, "Yay!" Okay,
1: I'm immediately gonna go on Outlook and put a hold on my calendar <laughs> and be like, "Oh, I should do that too." Yeah. yeah, good idea.
0: Let me see if I have anything. This just turned into us making plans together. <laughs> um. So we come back to season one. Oh yeah, episode nineteen, the man in the morgue. What a great re-entry. <laughs> You know, I don't know if it's because I haven't watched a show in a while, Ooh. but I was just like, all right, I'm into this. You know what? It was a huge swing.
1: Oh, yep. Were there things that I have much commentary about? Sure. <laughs> yep. Was I vaguely angry about part of it? Of oh, course. Of course. But Same. There, it, it just, it went so
0: hard. It did. Um, My first... <laughs> <laughs> My first note was, oh, God, we're starting on Hurricane Katrina footage. Yes. Oh, oh, no. Um,
1: Bones is in New Orleans helping out in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina mm-hmm. to help identify uh, um, remains. Yes. Um, and there was this really ominous news excerpt going mm-hmm. out. And the guy, the anchor says, many of these people will never be found. Yes. Like makeshift morgues being set up in in uh, churches, schools, mm. warehouses, blah, blah. blah. And it was just like super dreary. But actually, I did look this up because Mm. this is what kind of made me feel like this was probably super inappropriate. Mm. So the episode air date was April nineteenth, two
0: 2006.
1: Hurricane Katrina like hit landfall late August
0: 2005. So this is still
1: solid. So they must have... The news, it must have occurred. The news must have been ongoing. The horrible FEMA response must have been in the conversation. And they were like, you know how we're going to address this? We're going to write a Bones episode around it. And you know what's also wild is that nowhere in the episode are we going to do anything to really um, raise up or talk about New Orleans, Mm -hmm. the people, the incredible rebuilding efforts that will need to be undertaken, any any opportunity to speak to the real issues of the time and the situation for people suffering from a catastrophic national disaster none of that was done this is a black people do voodoo magic story yep so i because i immediately was like what the fuck and yeah and i looked up the episode date and i was like oh my god like i i actually looked it up because i was so confused like how they could think it was okay to do this at the time this episode aired there were still parts of new orleans where the utilities hadn't been restored so it's like too soon (laughs) Even now, there are parts of the city that have not been completely rebuilt, and there are people who just were permanently displaced. They never went back. So I just don't feel like um, the uh, seven to eight month time <laughs> difference was appropriate. And if you think about when they shot it, when they wrote it, when Hell they shot yeah. it, and then did Six the, months before, right. minimum.
0: So like, they were like- The writers were in the room watching this unfold, and then they right. started writing. They were like, how do we take advantage of this? Which is- ex- the and that's what they did. They took advantage. Yeah. Um, and also just, I, it's it always seems, at least to me, like a bad idea to be so topical and mm. of the time. Because it'll just make your show age poorly. That's a good point. Yeah. And so I saw this and I was like, what are you doing?
1: I mean, you know, they do this. Sometimes with her backstory, which I feel like we kind of like roll our eyes at, but it's like, okay, like they will mention, right? Like she worked at 9-11, right. blah, blah, blah. But like, yeah, I think it's a very different thing, especially again, like this isn't like um, a lighthearted cultural moment. This no. is a huge disaster that many people felt extremely angry about Absolutely. the government's response. And Absolutely. so, you know, it seems like an odd choice.
0: It's... <laughs> like you said, it's super insensitive and tone deaf.
1: Yeah. And again, like if they had made maybe any effort to like lift up the culture of New Orleans, you know what I mean? Like something about the people there Then I think I would have felt like a little okay about it. But it wasn't. It was that same. It's that typical lens they always have where they go in Mm. and they just use it as like a hilarious fish out of water scenario for the main characters to be like, that's super weird. I mean, Booth especially like, that's so weird. I think that's crazy and
0: strange. And it's just like, yeah and the thing is there's it's a perfect like platform in that she is we're supposed to be very sensitive and empathetic to um because she's an anthropologist to the situations of other people and she this could have been a platform for her character to be like why aren't they doing more this isn't enough like this response you know is so woefully inadequate right and instead they're talking about having sex in coffins like right literally immediately after this devastating footage yes and this horrifying incredibly tragic uh voiceover about what's happening down there how many people will never be found i mean it was devastating and um then they just go to this orderly pushing in a person's body talking about how Uh, This girl, (laughs) the doctor says, oh, same kinky creature. And the guy says, the girl carries a serious perv swerve. Which I don't know. I did not catch that. Oh, I don't know who speaks like this. But like, it was disgusting. I was like literally immediately after that footage, real footage. And then you go to. And the reason he says that is because the orderly has been sleeping with this girl who likes to have sex in coffins. Yeah. Like, so you're after that footage, you're immediately making a joke and being very lighthearted about death. I mean, that was like the whole (sighs) weird thing about the episode, though. And
1: I feel like and I I hope I didn't start the tone of this off on a super angry note because I immediately barreled into being how angry I am about it. But no, I mean, that's even a good point. I I mean, I felt generally frustrated by the tone and the angle of it yes. because of, again, they, ooh, black people in voodoo in New oh, Orleans. And you're like, oh, yeah. Christ. But, you know, like, I that's such a great point. It's like, what a bizarre and, again, really <laughs> insensitive way to use real footage of a, a, a real – um massively, like, life-taking event. Yes. Like, a lot of people died in this, yeah. and you're taking real footage, people still reeling, and you're just gonna be like, ah, ha, 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 sex and coffins. <laughs> That's so I, true. Uh, I didn't think
0: about that. Horrified. I was horrified. Like,
1: how, how do you know? There might have been people in the New Orleans area or were personally affected by the tragedy trying to tune into Bones,
0: and then they're seeing this. I would throw my television out there. <laughs> like, I would be so livid, I was living in this. I'm not from New Orleans. Yeah. Um, so this doctor. So Bones is, of course, there helping to identify bodies because she just is always at places. She's the number one go to. If there is a national tragedy in which many lives are lost. Yeah. She's your girl. Right. Um, but at least she was not. Um, I actually thought her character, for the most part, was fine in I this agree. episode.
1: I agree. She did she didn't annoy me that she much. She was
0: not like her even though the way she talks can, you know, very scientifically can be like okay, but what I agreed with what she was saying. Yeah. Um and she wasn't her typical sometimes annoying self.
1: Yeah, like she was also I think put on the defensive, which we don't often see her, yes. right? Like she was sort of being um We'll get to soon. She's sort of being framed in this episode mm. for a crime she did not commit. Um and so it's it, yeah, it's like a nice way to see her like a little bit on is the phrase like on her heels a little bit? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So she's not quite so obnoxious. Um but yeah, so we have Mike, an orderly, mm-hmm. and Graham Legère, mm-hmm. a medical examiner, joking around about how Mike's boning a girl who gets off on dead bodies. Yep. So great time. And then so great like so actually what i did notice and i can't believe i missed the earlier lines you just called out but like she's so bones is like you know talking to zach back in the lab Mm -hmm. on the phone just like talking her through the cases she's working on as they come in and then it's her last day there and zach's like oh man do you want me to come down and like fly down and help you and she's just like no it's my last day anyway and then she's like she's just like and by the way zach the sex on the coffin thing is not guaranteed as if to say that Zach was only wanting to come help because he's trying to have sex with um, necrophiliacs. I don't know what the situation is. Yeah. <laughs> and that I was like, mm. not great. Anyway, but it's Bones. No.
0: <laughs> but then his reaction is a little like, gosh, oh, you got me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he did,
1: there was zero, um, zero
0: uh, trying to pretend like that wasn't what was yeah. going on. He did not defend himself in no. any way. Um, so then, uh, Graham Legere, the medical examiner, who is a handsome fella, um, he asked Bones to dinner, which she, like, after hearing him talk to Mike about, and like, clearly they're both like, Mike was reprehensible, uh, (laughs) and the fact that the doctor, doctor kind of went along with it, I was like, ew. Um, and she's kind of like, mm, she's a little wishy-washy about it, I think. Yeah. Um. And then all of a sudden we cut to like a flashback, and she's on the floor of a bathroom. there's blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. there's nobody there. She's very obviously disoriented. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone uh, the phone is ringing, and it's the person being like, "Hey, your car's here." And she's like, "But I'm not leaving till tomorrow." And she's like, "It is Wednesday or whatever the day. Yeah. that she's supposed to be She had lost a day, lost an entire day because she was unconscious. so. I just realized upon saying that, that a major question was not answered. Great. Great. Okay. Ooh, I think I know what you're talking about, but I think it was.
1: Was well, it? Well, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. Okay. So, yes. So, she wakes up covered in blood. Um, she has, like, an earring's been ripped out of her ear because she, mm-hmm. she's at the doctor's office. She's got a concussion, so, like, her hand's fractured, and she can't remember anything from the last, like, day. Right. So like it was apparently Tuesday night when this whole thing was happening where Graham was like, hey, you want to go get dinner? Mm -hmm. And then like she's supposed to leave on Thursday and it's Thursday. So Wednesday is a complete blank. Mm -hmm. Um, What I did appreciate this about this moment was she's in the doctor's office. She's called the detective in that she just knows from like helping identify bodies. Mm -hmm. So there was a detective just floating around in the morgue when they were working on Tuesday Mm -hmm. um, to immediately be like okay, I don't know what's going on, but here's all the facts. Help me out, which I was like, makes sense and a very logical response. Um, But then also, she very matter-of-factly, she's like, and also I requested a rape kit, which I also really appreciated because I feel like, especially during this time, I don't know, like maybe that's not the case, but I feel like it was still a thing in like the ether that I remember hearing, you know, that women – wouldn't always get properly encouraged mm. to get rape kits if they if they if it seemed like there might have been a sexual assault or potential sexual assault because it's just another way in which women aren't like taken seriously about like when things happen to them and you know aren't encouraged to try and actually bring their attackers to justice. Yeah. So I, I like that she was just like it was almost like a throwaway like oh and I got a rape was, kit yeah. and then like moved on. Yeah, I was like yes.
0: Um. So. As you mentioned, one of her earrings, it was her mother's, and it was ripped out, and she's a little bit sad about that. And then Booth barges in, because of course he does, that knight in shining armor. Oh, yeah. Um, And that's pretty much it. He's like, let's get out of here. Um, And then before, um, right before this, one of the last things she did um, was while the creepy perv orderly. The <laughs> body that was that he brought in, um, was a John Doe uh John Doe three six one or six three one or something like that. Yeah. Um and clearly like his, the body was had like deteriorated way past like what it would if it was a result of the hurricane. Yeah. Um and so clearly it was a murder. So she had sent um the files to the lab nerds um, to work on, but she had forgotten about it. Um, So they go to a cafe, which is totally just the diner that they end up using in the show throughout, but they just dress it as a different place. Mm oh my god i don't think i noticed that they totally like <laughs> the placement of like the windows and the table and the counter and where the front like the door till places it's 100 oh my god same. good eye i'm like watching these with my like mind half somewhere else i guess nice um so uh the chef comes out and he's like hey how are you doing and sees that she's kind of been beaten up and he's like uh, and she kind of asks him what he remembers and she was there having dinner, um, I guess, the day before. Tuesday Tuesday night. Tuesday yeah. night um, with this guy, Sam Potter, who is an orderly that she was working with. <sighs> and then she immediately goes, Sam does voodoo
1: and jumps up and she's like, we need to go talk to him. <laughs> and the thing is, like, at the time, I was trying to remember when that happened, but I wasn't obviously going to rewind because fuck that. Yeah. But like. Why? It, it was it purely based on the fact that she couldn't remember what was going on, so she was just like, "Let's go talk to Sam." I mean, obviously they should talk to Sam because she was with him having right. dinner, and then she can't remember anything from that night. But like the part about
0: him doing voodoo being relevant, I was like, "Wait, why?" It was certainly she didn't have to say it during that conversation. Yeah. It should have just been, "Oh, okay, we need to go talk to him," and right. then it is, and then a we'll understand that- why it's important. Yes,
1: which it's because. The John Doe three sixty one. Mm-hmm. One of the things they had remarked on on the night the body came in was that there was something in his mouth, right. and it was like a something called a gri gri bag, which mm-hmm. is apparently some sort of voodoo thing. Um, but yeah, that was oh. uh, it. Really jangled my ear. <laughs> I was just like, ooh.
0: <laughs> as soon as that happened, I was like, oh no. Um, and for some reason, even though this is a murder investigation, he still has this stuff on him. Like these are evidence i don't know why he's just holding on to these oh wait i don't even that's so right like like, they go talk to him and he's just
1: like in his hand right he's like and this is this and Uh this is that he just had it on him that is hilarious well i guess it's like they hadn't put it together yet yeah. because it was a murder. Yeah, because now I'm remembering. Um, they were like, "Let's go talk to Sam," and she was like, "Why were we having dinner?" And he was like, "You were asking me about this Grigri bag that you found in John Doe's gotcha. mouth." Gotcha. I think so. Maybe less creepy and okay. bizarre because they weren't. Oh, I
0: didn't think it was creepy or bizarre. I just thought it was funny that it was evidence that like- you're so right. Like, he took it out of a body's <laughs> mouth that they
1: knew was a murder, or, like suspicious and it's circumstances not like in a
0: bag, and he's just
1: holding onto it like it's his just in a fucking pocket box, or something. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what I did appreciate I, I don't know if we skipped over this, um mm like there's a lot of like again seeding of the continual romantic tensions between different characters yes. on the show and also in this context where like you know B- uh, Bones wakes up like mm. completely covered in blood and like can't remember what's going on I feels like maybe now's not the time but they just what are, are you like- talking about but they're like no 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 we need to l- lay these tracks right now so when she's in the doctor's office and had called in the detective and oh, Booth yeah. bursts in to be like is everything okay the detective uh, is sort of like whoa who's this guy and and Bones he's is handsome, like oh he's yeah like my she's kind of like like, ooh, like yeah. what's going on? Not read the room, you know. Like, yeah. like she just said, she she ordered a rape kit because she yeah. can't remember anything that happened, and she's just. And then the detective's like, "Ooh, who's this?" <laughs> and then she, and then Bose is like, "Oh, he's just. I work with him. He's in FBI. Blah blah blah." And then the detective is like, "Oh, so like you just work with him? You're just like partners? But he flies all the way down here. Sounds like you're more than sort of partners." And I'm like. Again, she
0: just, she doesn't remember anything. She just had this She might have been assaulted. Kick, <laughs> she, yeah, she just had the shit kicked out of her. Potentially yes. raped. And now you're like, ooh. ooh. Like, <laughs> not the time or the place people it was very odd but she also like when she was giving them a hard time about it
1: like towards the end of the conversation where bones is like just chill lady we're just like work colleagues or whatever she seems to even get almost angry about it like the detective does and i was like is it like a jurisdiction thing where she's like mad that like an fbi guy
0: is here they made that at first when you meet her character i'm just like oh cool kind of tough detective who doesn't take people she's like
1: sassy she's making
0: jokes yeah But clearly, like, good at her job, in charge of things. Great. Um, And then they make her character, like, really shitty. Yeah. And was just, like... mm.
1: Well, they just make it, like, super one-dimensional. Like, she's just mad and aggressive all the time. All the time. Like, for no real reason and no nuances.
0: Whenever I... That's such a typical portrayal of women. Like, oh, if they're in a position of authority, then obviously they're cold-hearted bitches. They're just domineering. Yeah. Who are aggressive and are bad with people and, like... That's the, the only way they can make it to that place is to be yeah. more like a man and be aggressive, and it's infuriating. It's dumb. Yeah. Um, I totally hear you on that. The other thing, though,
1: that I also thought was hilarious is in the lab you see the beginnings of the Angela and Hodgins kind of yes, flirtation. Yes, that seed is planted, and it's like more towards the end of the episode that it gets a little bit more tender.
0: It does, but in the
1: beginning of the episode, Angela because. For some weird fucking reason, Bones does not tell any of the people back at the lab what's going on. She's just sending them, like, Um, like x-rays and stuff to like help out and support the identification or like you know just determining cause of death and stuff but like she's told them zero about this crazy thing that just happened to her all of their resources could be at her disposal she's refusing to use them for some reason but so she's just sending shit back and Angela's just like ugh another like I don't remember what it was like another x-ray or something Mm -hmm. and then Angela's like I keep asking for a baby t-shirt that says the Big Easy and Hodgins goes well we're all hoping for that and then Angela (laughs) just looks at him like what? And he's like,
0: for you. We're, we're all hoping for that for you.
1: This <laughs> is really funny.
0: Um, I felt like this was the first episode where I really saw the beginnings of them all getting along more as a group. Yes, like, that's it true. It felt like there was more camaraderie there. Even if they're not all lovey-dovey all the time, it feels like they finally kind of, 19 episodes in, <laughs> they finally kind of found their rhythm and yes. like, where their characters like are going to eventually settle into the dynamics sort of kind of set in the gel a little bit yeah yeah totally um and even though zach and Hodgins have like a little bit of a little tiff but like they're also fine with each other um and so yeah they're just establishing those relationships finally and it's like oh thank god finally (laughs) oh (laughs) lord um So I'm sorry. I took us away from the main storyline. It's totally fine. In my attempt to be a little more concise with my notes, (laughs) I was just like, who cares what's going on I mean, that's because, like, this is the classic thing that happens to me is
1: I'm paying closer attention. I clearly can't say close because I'm still missing stuff. But, like, closer attention in the beginning and then my notes toward the end are just, like, blank. Like, I I don't even know if I'll recall what happened when we get there. Totally fine. But, yeah, I just appreciated that because I was like, yeah i mean they're still having a ball like yeah we're in the backdrop of hurricane katrina and yes um bones is missing a full day of her life and is covered (laughs) in blood but you know what (laughs) we want to see you wear baby tee that says the big easy i was like that's correct that tracks
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so they talk to sam he's like oh oh sorry also angela's hair looks excellent it's finally starting nice. to get there. It's longer. Yeah. It, there's more volume. She looked, I thought she looked I great. actually thought, all things considered,
1: Bones actually looked really good this episode. There's a couple scenes too. where her hair is up, but yes. it, almost in like a very small, like reserved pompadour type thing on the front half. And it happening. was like,
0: yeah, a little more messy, but like. Yeah, but like still looks elegant. It looks really pretty. She looked good. <laughs> like, I mean, like she's sitting there with her like ear torn out and I stuff know. like that, but she looked good. She has cuts on her face and banding yeah. on the ear, But I was like, man, she looks really, she really nice. <laughs> with her hair like whenever her hair is i mean she looks pretty all the time but particularly when her hair is up just like oof so i think it's because it pop- yes it accentuates
1: how beautiful like yeah. her face shape is um but yeah so sam you know voodoo guy just doing voodoo shit this whole episode he's like oh this is a gris bag which is only what practitioners of black voodoo would use and um, he's able to basically be like, there's this really specific ingredient in the bag that only like one store in New Orleans would still sell, mm-hmm. so they like
0: they know to go look at the store. Mm-hmm. Um, and the they go to see Richard Benoit, who's actually Gus from Breaking Bad. Gus- I know my notes are just like Gus Free. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as soon as they get there, uh, Booth notices a picture of, um, we'll call him Gus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know his real name I didn't yeah. know his name was Richard Ben wants yep. he said it right then. Uh so Gus uh has this beautiful old like fifties Cadillac. Um and there is a picture of Gus with it um on like near the register that Booth remarks on. Um and Gus also has a daughter, Eva. And they both work at the store and they both say they've never seen bones before. Um but this specific uh, ingredient, black gum root, Is only sold there, as you mentioned. And so when they pull up the customer list to see who bought what, conveniently they find out that Graham, the medical examiner, actually bought it Mm -hmm. um, from there. So they're like, ooh, let's go to see Graham. Um, One thing that also made me
1: laugh I can't remember when this happened in the episode, but I think vaguely around this time when booth is being all like "Ooh, voodoo's crazy oh, and then bones is like well actually it's not that different from yeah. catholicism if you look at it this this and this way making great points honestly. Totally. but there's this one point where booth is like well at least in catholicism we don't have zombies oh, yeah. and then B- bones is like well didn't jesus come back to life after three days and booth's face when she says that is like amazing what the fuck <laughs> and then he's like his line is Jesus is not a zombie. I shouldn't have to tell you that. (laughs) And I just laughed really
0: hard. (laughs) And this whole episode is just them here and there. If there's nothing else to talk about, them just arguing about, like, I mean, she's at least very level-headed about it, but him making an argument for yeah. Catholicism and her being right. like, no, and, and, kind of not anti-voodoo, but just being like, this is ridiculous. Aren't these people yeah. ridiculous? And she's like, no, all religions yes. are essentially ridiculous.
1: Yes, which was like, Yeah, so fair. And I was like, I'm on
0: board with this argument (laughs) both. Me too. I very much was in her corner. (laughs)
1: Um, I also laughed because I think at some point, because like she had sent John Doe 361's like x-rays back to the lab and Mm -hmm. like Zach was looking at him and she was just like, they were on the phone at some point and being like, any news? And he was just like, no, just I see, you know, like injuries on the body that are consistent with being thrown around in a flood. And I also laughed at that because it's such a good. I totally missed (laughs) it. It's such a,
0: it's like. a very flippant way yeah just like
1: yeah i mean yeah there's a whole bunch of shit going on here but it's about consistent with the body being thrown around in a flight (laughs) just what does that even mean what are injuries because it's like i just i appreciated how this just like listen just we're letting the audience know that all the things that are on this body they don't have to worry about yet they can ignore this let's move on
0: oh zach um (laughs) so they get to graham's house uh they can't find him and Bones starts having flashbacks that include him. Yeah. Um, And they walk into his bedroom Ugh. and it was, that was gross. It was. Graham's body is like nailed to the wall. There's yes. blood everywhere. Like He's skinned. Yeah. It's just, I kind of looked away because I was like, this is horrifying. Oh, I was into it. <laughs> of course you were.
1: God. Well, I again, like I get excited when they really go for it and stuff like that. That's what was so interesting about Hannibal to me. Uh-oh. Am I crazy? <laughs> oh my it's just like all the weird and crazy, interesting ways a person might kill someone and you're do things with their into, body.
0: You're going to become bones. And it's just like, because of your <laughs> interest, they're going to assume you did it. Whatever it is. I mean, you're right. It was horrifying. Obviously, as a human
1: being, I recognize that She's this was very she says this.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I am sad. Because like, like, they don't talk about this, but presumably, are we to assume that he was like tortured while he was alive or like this happened to him while he was partially still alive i don't know this is just clearly my brain spiraling off and wondering but yeah um he looks disgusting
0: and gross Mm -hmm. and uh she remembers vague flashbacks so she probably was there um and uh so she immediately they called the detective who she has been investigating this stuff with the same angry one (laughs) um and she immediately is like oh you murdered graham yes this dude is like six feet tall at least <laughs> and bones is like five seven yeah like a waif like yes and, w- and this guy is like up on the wall oh yeah like he's at least a foot off the ground like crucifixion yes. shape like somebody used daggers to like pierce oh, through God. his wrist to yeah. like
1: hang him off the wall and then like skin him and like all this crazy like n- shit
0: no woman her size Versus a guy like in his prime who's that much bigger than her, who has at least like 50 pounds and like six inches on her, like she couldn't, she could not do that. So the fact that this detective thinks that she did is insane. I mean, like, does it all look suspicious? Sure. The fact that, yes, (laughs) but like, yeah, lady. I mean, And presumably you've been working with Bones for like the last at least month or couple weeks so like you kind of know her as a human being and that she's not a crazy psychopath. I kind
1: of wasn't so, I mean again I didn't appreciate her just one note angry persona but just like looking at the facts of like this weird mysterious lost time lining up with this crazy murder um, which we do later find out like her blood's found there Mm -hmm. and later as they're walking out of the house, Booth spots bones is missing earring on the ground and picks it up quickly to basically mm-hmm. save her ass and make sure she's not further implicated she notice there's a piece of skin yes there was a pure that was disgusting. oh god i literally all i wrote about that whole scene was like the piece of skin on the earring oh, gross It was horrifying. that 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 part made me angrier and more upset than the body on the wall i will tell you that much
0: <laughs> really
1: yes that really put me off I mean, I think, like, as a lady, just the idea yes. of that is very horrifying. It's already mm-hmm. something that is in the back of my anxiety ridden mind, of like, mm-hmm. oh, dangly earring. Like, it's like that thing where, like, nails on a chalkboard. It yes. gives me that same reaction of, like, imagining and being torn <sighs> out of your, like, your ear. But you never think to yourself, a piece of your ear will go along with it. You just assume it'll rip out the bottom. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Now I'm too far down this hole, and I feel uncomfortable I like in every the, part of my the body. skinned?
0: The crucified man on the wall was like oh this is cool and then the tiny piece of flesh connected yeah. to an earring we're like this is too far guys i was literally like did they have to do that <laughs> because also
1: then booth picks it up and puts yeah. it in his pocket which means now he's just a piece of her ear in his pocket that really pissed me off <laughs> this is so disgusting wow. Horrifying. um but yeah, and then at this point in the episode, Angela's trying to have purpose,
0: and she's trying to, like, look at the x-rays that they have of John Doe 361. I literally, like, totally zoned out during those. I was not paying attention. Well, you know
1: why it didn't I,
0: matter if you zoned out?
1: Yeah. Because she basically tells Bones she Sorry. tried to reconstruct something, but it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Angela's been doing zero this whole time. She pops in. She's like, oh, I tried to do this. Fake scientific mumbo jumbo <laughs> yeah. about extrapolating whatever the fuck with her computer. And then... And then B- Bones is like, okay, so what happened? She's like, can't do it. <laughs> Didn't work. Um, but, you know, that's fine. They move on to the cafe that is is this the same cafe you were talking about is the one that they repurposed or is it yes. a completely different cafe? But, hold
0: on. So back at, at the makeshift morgue, um, Bones requests the files and everything that she was working on the other day because oh, right, right, she's right. still trying to figure out what happened. Um, And the John Doe 361 file is nowhere to be be found. Mystery. Yes. Um, And then um, stop. Maybe I missed something. But before they get to the cafe, um, Bones uh, is back, I guess, at the house that she's renting while she's there, which is a beautiful home. Oh, I think I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what um, you're talking about. But maybe I'm skipping ahead. What were you going to say at the cafe?
1: Oh, I was just going to say they introduced one of my favorite characters from the show who I'd forgotten about until she showed up here, Carolyn Julian. Oh,
0: yes, but oh,
1: before that. Oh, I, I forgot that. The, I didn't remember that that happened. They went back to her town. They found her another voodoo bag thing. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um they find it on her pillow which is so creepy um and then immediately like as they find it the same detective lady busts in with a bunch of people yeah guns a um and they're like oh well we found uh, as you mentioned earlier her blood in graham's home and his blood on her clothing so like you're being arrested which I think is very reasonable and fair. Yes. <laughs> At first I was annoyed and then they said that and I was like, no, fine. So.
1: <laughs> and had her earring been left there and Booth hadn't
0: picked it up, it would yeah, have been further evidence. Yeah, that would have been so. a real, no pun intended, nail in the coffin. <laughs> pun 100%. Put yeah, intended actually. Uh, so yes, yeah, they're, they take her down to the police station. Carolyn is great. I, she's always funny. I love that she openly, not in this episode, but openly has a crush on Booth.
1: <laughs> oh my God, I don't remember. I Just the minute I saw her, I was like, oh my God, yes, I remember her face and her mm-hmm. voice. And yeah. I totally forgot that I love her so much in yeah. this show. She's awesome.
0: Um, she's really funny. She's very real. And she's yes! Like, you guys are ridiculous. And she's
1: hilarious. Yeah. Like she, I know that like Booth, I guess, is supposed to be comic relief. And I guess to a certain extent, some of the lab... Mates are I think sometimes it, yeah, funny. Yeah, it kind of goes around. It's just, yeah. it's never Bones. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. The point is it's never Bones yeah. unless they think, well, I, I'm sure they think it's funny Here when she's like, there. what's yeah, whatever very obvious pop culture reference. But yeah, like so I just find her so like, this i, I don't she's actually refreshing. know the woman's yeah. actress's name um but the character is carolyn julian she's just so funny her timing's great yeah and she's brought in because she's a prosecutor but booth knows her from i don't know bffs from work so she's yeah u.s attorney's office oh sweet. prosecutor yeah so she, she's the real deal so obviously bones now having been arrested needs a lawyer so he's like please help us out and she yes. comes in and i laugh because they're in the cafe and like carolyn comes in and she has this file on her and, and basically she's like saying to them like bones just looks bad bad for you and so she starts reading a list of like her characteristics or achievements i guess and she's like trained in three types of martial arts a registered martian with the nra Mm -hmm. hunting licenses in four states and i'm just like laughing my ass off at this point because it's like what a fucking random set of
0: things to say about her well also just like what file is this yeah and if it's a government file why do you need to include that she has she knows three types of martial arts well jacks like the other things like the yes. NRA thing the, the licensing license yes that i can understand because it's registered with the government right. but three times the martial arts well so she registered her martial arts achievement <laughs> did she register her fists as weapons
1: <laughs> that's such a good point i didn't even think about why she uh, would know that but maybe it's like wait why would she know that that's not something that would show up in like a background check no. right
0: Oh, that she went to to Maybe she just one? heard through
1: the grapevine because they're all colleagues and friends. Oh so yeah, did like <laughs> Booth just tell her? <laughs> Booth was like, P.S., it doesn't look good for her. She's a very violent woman. <laughs> yeah. And um, um, Oh, wait, and the last one, shot an unarmed man, which was a callback to like one of the earlier of the episodes, yeah. which we had talked about that she literally just shot an unarmed man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, um, that was amazing. And
0: <laughs> earlier, before that, she was at the police station when Carolyn come, first comes in. And, and like she, because at this point Bones is like, maybe I did do it. I can't Ugh. remember. Like yeah. the evidence is against me, and uh, so she just has been talking to the police this whole time. And Carolyn's just like, "Hey, dummy, shut your goddamn <laughs> oh, mouth!" Yes, she keeps calling her a <laughs> fool, which I love. <laughs> she tells it like it is. Um, so they are. She is able to make bail and stuff, and so they're back in that cafe. Um, and Booth is just being nice to Bones, and she's like, "This is their like flirty thing." Oh, it's so weird. And she's like, "Why are you nice to me? Like, you've been friends working together for a while." What now. a weird
1: thing to say. What he, a weird thing. He went thing. out
0: to the desert to help Angela find her boyfriend. Like, oh. it is established you are friends. Can I also just say, like. Yes, they
1: they've been working together for a long time. They're definitely good friends at this point. I think yeah. we would say that. But like, I could never imagine like me and you sitting down and then Adam I'm just being like, Jax, why are you being nice to me?
0: Like, if let I mean, me tell you, I'd be ready with an answer.
1: <laughs> but if anything, I'd just be like, thank you so much for being so nice to me. Yeah. Like you're you've put yourself out on a limb you're calling in your friends like yeah. carolyn like why make it this weird thing where it, it just made her come off as like some sort of pathetic like insecure person who didn't understand why people might be
0: nice to her a- and as if this was the first time he was ever right. nice to her like you guys are always great kind of helping each other it's a very much a mutual this is episode thing episode 19 yeah like if this was episode 4 okay right. maybe yes that's and, such a great point but like guys have been doing this for a while oh so weird um i just wrote get a room in all caps (laughs) i can't remember what he said oh he made i can't tell you exactly what he said and i mean what what he said was nice maybe i'm just feeling a little soft these days but she he was like he it was longer than this but basically like these bad guys they think they can get away with this terrible things that they do and if they don't get caught immediately, they think they're safe. But you make those bastards unsafe. And that's why I'm nice to Wait, you. Wait, but
1: also, that's such a weird thing. Because answer of to give. justice. Not yeah. because I
0: appreciate and respect you as partners, my friend. because
1: we have a relationship and we work together. But
0: because of justice. We're both seeking that justice. That was such a dumb answer
1: to a dumb question.
0: Um, and she's like, I couldn't do it without you, Booth. And he goes, Yeah, so you should be a little nicer to me. And then they have this that very would be flirtatious like if smile. I was like,
1: Jax, why are you so nice to me? And you're like, Because you're such a good scientist strategist
0: <laughs> i mean it's one of the many reasons i love I'd you like what the fuck because <laughs> you also want good proper grammar much like i do we are trying for the same goal yeah that was very weird uh, so um that uh, i think that's when carolyn comes in Um, And she hands Bones the x-rays of Bones' uh, arm. Oh, right. And Bones notices that the fracture um, was actually, like, what the previous doctor who first uh, examined her said uh, was actually incorrect. And that, based on the fracture, it had to be, like, in self-defense. Right. And so Carolyn's stoked because Bones is like, she couldn't have stabbed that guy in the chest because... Then he, how would he have?
1: Because the the it, the injury indicated like she had something slammed against her hand or a defensive something. Yes.
0: So how could he have done that to her if she had stabbed him already? Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it was definitely self defense. So <laughs> Cameron's like, sweet, we can use that. Yes. um And then the lab calls and Zach has identified the John Doe. Then I just have a note about how good Angel's hair looks um and i just have in my notes and this
1: is where as i said before like i literally have three notes left for the rest of this episode so (laughs) you're really gonna do the heavy lifting on this one no problem but i just wrote that like we're really starting to see hodgins crushing on angela big time is this where he says that thing to her about like yes oh because the okay this is right because they're on the phone and she's not she's still not told anyone what's going on she's right been very vague. but yeah. then she'll just be like but don't worry i made bail And they're like what and yeah. she's like don't worry i don't think the murder charge will stick and they're right. like huh and so like <laughs> and she just hangs out and she's like okay bye-bye um and then yeah so angela's like freaking out like what the fuck is going on and she's like makes a point which i think she's made several times over the last couple episodes which is like it's crazy that bones goes out and does right. all this crazy crime fighting shit like that's she's not trained for that that's Not her role Right Um, And then Hodges Which is a fair point Yes I mean I'm all for her doing that Were she properly trained Um and then Hodgins gets like real soft and tender and he says something super lovely about like she's doing that because, what is it like, since she met you, she wanted a bigger life. like basically She saw that how, an,
0: how big Angela's life was. Yes. And she had been, even though her life hadn't been that. Angela, yeah, I don't know. She what, had yeah. been traveling around the world doing these yeah, things. Yeah, dude, fuck you. She's a world-renowned scientist. yeah Go fuck yourself. But she's like, basically, Bones was inspired by Angela and how she lives her life. So when Booth came around with an opportunity to do something big in her own way, yeah. she was like, "Yeah, I want to do it." You know what? I would edit
1: that line and not be. She wanted a bigger life because that implies her life was small somehow right. before, which it was absolutely not. Right. But maybe just make it more like she saw how daring and fearless yes. Angela lives her life. Fearless Lee. Right, yeah. Sorry, grammar. Um, and then now she wants to be fearless too, or something. Totally, that's
0: a better way to put it. Yeah, fuck you, Hodgins. I'm just sensitive (laughs) about this right now (laughs) my next note though was like it seemed sincere no a a thousand percent but I mean also to his advantage and because he does want to sleep with Angela (laughs) I mean this is the
1: thing where I feel like we're watching in real time them trying to turn all the groundwork they laid about him being pervy into him being sincerely nice to Angela and I don't I mean obviously I I remember from my initial viewing of the show, how much I enjoyed their relationship. Right. So I'm rooting for it no matter totally. what. But I just, I hadn't recalled how gross they'd made him before. Like, yeah. So this is kind of like, I, I agree, like in the moment watching it, I was like, that was really touching. And Angela seemed very touched. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes I'm just still like,
0: he's if it gross. If it hadn't been for the build, like, yeah, like you said, his character development before, or the lack yeah. thereof, where he's just like a perv. I'm
1: sure that was also in t- um Intentional, like they probably were. Like this is Hodgins arc this season. He turns from gross, like man whore to blah 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 with Angela. I don't know. Mm. It was just so overt. Yeah, but who knows?
0: Anyways, uh, so then they go back to the morgue, makeshift morgue, and um, they oh, because John out- Doe three sixty one body is missing. Yes, but they find out more about him. And that he, like, was the head of a small voodoo church, and he was a really, like, as if you had to say, you could just assume, but they made a point of, like, saying how much of a wonderful person he was, and how he was helping rescue people during Katrina, and then all of a sudden he disappeared. Right. And so, they think that he was murdered because he was influential, and then Graham uh, and Bones were attacked because they came across his body Body and could prove that it was a murder or something yes and then while they're so while they're searching for his actual body they find mike doyle the initial perv they find his body and they find out that he was killed either during or after having sex oh god that's right and so sam because they can never let you forget that he is into voodoo (laughs) No. And so he wants to scatter the stuff over the body which seems incredibly inappropriate considering this is evidence again. <laughs> but they allow it for whatever reason because bones is like, it won't do anything to damage the body. And so he scatters it and what Angela could not do with the Angelatron mm-hmm. all of a sudden is done by just Scattering some stuff onto this store. They say some bullshit chest. about, like, electrostatic
1: charges, which yes. I remember that part. But at this like, point, what? I was really zoning out. Same.
0: I was like, fine, whatever.
1: But hilariously, they see the emblem yes, of the Gus Cadillac. Fring's
0: car. Yes. And I was like, for real? And they're like, <laughs> the shop owner's daughter! <sighs> and so they go to Gus's store again.
1: Because they're thinking the shop owner's daughter is in a
0: relationship with Mike yes. Doyle. Yes. And... Uh, They're like, oh, so Eva must have killed her boyfriend because she was involved in a hit and run. And she asked him to help her hide the body, but he refused. Um, So she killed him. And so they look for Eva. She's downstairs. This was a gruesome episode. Yeah. There's a giant spike sticking out of the wall that's usually used for like animal sacrifice rituals. Apparently, That's what they say. But her, she's been just shoved onto this thing, and it's completely penetrated her entire torso. Um, and there's also, uh, they find um, John Doe 361's skull in that same room. And something about, basically, it would have been impossible for someone, based on the size of the room, etc., for to just, like, run because they were thinking it was a suicide they thought like she was the murder of john Doe
1: 361 so she killed herself Mm -hmm. because they she knew they were closing in yes but then yeah bones is able to look at the the, like how her body is like Mm -hmm. basically fully penetrated through her spine on the spike and then also the size of the room it's like if she wanted to even throw herself onto the spike it wouldn't have been possible to get it all the way through her spine like this it had to have been somebody pushing her onto it
0: yes so they're like gus you killed her gus
1: fring Um, I literally had to Google this online to read a synopsis of the plot because
0: I couldn't understand the ending. So he killed her so that they would stop looking for John Doe because or the murder of John Doe.
1: Well, so basically it was like Gus Fring is like the head of a black voodoo church he's like a yeah like a sorcerer of sect rouge or whatever the fuck and then this guy Mouton the John Mm -hmm. do 361 was the head of the good kind of rooted church apparently and they were apparently fighting Um, and so then Gus Fring kills John Doe 361 Mm -hmm. he realizes they're on to him he realizes that they think his that there's a possibility. I don't know how he would know that they were suspecting Eva, but either, either way, either. he apparently kills Eva to get them off his trail because he thinks using voodoo magic he can bring her back to life right. anyway. Right. So, which I just was like, Wah. that's a bold move as a father to be like, I will murder you to get this people off my scent and then you can bring me back to life. Well, how did... If anything, shouldn't he say kill me or something like that and then you bring me back to life i don't know whatever
0: but so this is what i was talking about when we first started just like so he killed uh that medical examiner i don't know
1: i don't know if it was ever answered who killed the medical examiner that's the thing Because i think you're supposed to assume then eva and her dad were in cahoots so it could have been either of them because she was in a relationship with him
0: with mike doyle with mike doyle and the only way that, like, that body was unidentifiable. Like, how did they even know it was him? Well, when he, presumably they found out that Mike, that John Doe's body was found because she is sleeping with Mike Doyle, yes. the orderly. But, like, he wouldn't have been able to look at that body and been like, oh, yeah, that's him. Well, so I think. I think what
1: was really happening, and this is us just trying to write this in so it makes like retrofit it so it makes yeah. sense so in the beginning when they're laughing about his whole this whole kink with this girl mm-hmm. they say that she likes to be in the morgue and around bodies and around coffins so I wonder so if it was that she was she's making sure she's uh, in this relationship potentially under false pretenses right. she just wants a way into the morgue to be able to make sure because she knows that they just keep finding bodies because of Hurricane Katrina mm-hmm. they had thought the body was hidden now they know there's a chance it could be found mm-hmm. so she's just carrying on this relationship with Mike Doyle and pretending she has this crazy kink Right to go into the morgue so she can check for it. Right. So at some point they must realize they did in fact find it because she's in there apparently right. all the time, and um and then that kind of puts this plan into motion again. I'm not sure who ultimately kills Mike Doyle. Presumably
0: one of them. one of
1: them. Maybe it was Gus Fring because they like show the spike when they find Eva's body right. at the end. Like this is the spike that killed Mouton but and Mike. Why Doyle. Why
0: were like? Why did they? <laughs> Cru- almost literally crucify graham and me i have no idea and then d- like not kill bones i th- uh, so i'm assuming that they thought she was dead
1: i'm assuming no, no i think they were trying to frame her that's oh, what they said about okay, putting so gotcha. when they went back to the hotel that one time and found another that's type right. of booty bag in okay. her hotel they said it was because they were trying to frame her gotcha so i i don't understand why they needed to kill graham legere I, I guess they were just trying to kill everyone who might potentially right, right, right. understand that this is a murder and right. then potentially okay. help the police get onto them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it also doesn't explain why it need to be killed in that elaborate way. Like there was a lot of it was clearly yeah. for the gross and ooh, voodoo factor of it just to be like, ooh, who knows yeah. what's going on? It's kind of stupid. But I mean, again,
0: that's my best assessment of what I think that is makes happening. sense i didn't stop to even really think about it. well i only
1: again i didn't understand either i was so fucking confused at the end that i literally went back to and i found a wikipedia post explaining (laughs) the plot in detail and i just read the entire thing
0: because i couldn't figure out what was going on i feel yeah i hmm. it was just so which has happened with this show before just like you guys take your your eye off the ball like yeah You have so many strings out there, but you only really find the end of one, and the rest are just kind of blown in the wind.
1: And I feel like usually I can generally track at least the main story. At least I usually know who killed who at the end. Mm. But yeah, this one was a real mess for me.
0: I didn't understand what was happening. Yeah. So, because even at one point, I think, like, they're in the basement, Gus's basement, and they're, the cops there, and I don't know if she's confused or Booth's confused, but someone's just like, what? <laughs> and, and then Bones literally has to like explain it a little bit, like, yeah. not that her explanation was correct necessarily, but like the fact that even the characters themselves were confused. <laughs> it was a moment for them to re-explain it to the audience because yeah. they knew no one would understand. Yeah. Um, so then finally, they're all back at the lab debating as to whether Voodoo is real because they're in a round circle as you yep. do with your colleagues. Bones's talk screen was totally clean so they're like, ooh, maybe it was Voodoo that, you know, knocked you out and gave you amnesia. Um,
1: I thought like, that's what you were asking about. The oh, thing that was no. Unanswered.
0: I mean, but yes, you're Well, because
1: there was a point when they go to Gus Rings to like, confront him and they're like, I bet there's something in here that could make me lose my memory and they're just like, oh, look around totally meaningfully. So it's not explained specifically, gotcha. but you're just supposed to assume he gave her some herb.
0: Or it could <laughs> just be like the concussion or something. Like she anything. just had a major head injury. It could almost be anything. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, it doesn't, like, that doesn't prove anything. Voodoo's not real. And then Booth gives back um, finally why he was waiting i don't know but finally gives her back her mom's earring sans piece of skin yeah, Son's <laughs> um, and she was like she says it oh it proves something okay like, they explain were like, this to me this part i couldn't get and it wasn't in the wiki article so what were they they were saying that uh, when he gives her back the earring they're like what does that prove because they're fighting like, about Haha. whether
1: voodoo's real. Right. And then he's saying, what is he saying? And then he's like, brings out the earring as proof. I don't even know what he was
0: saying. And so she. (sighs) What does it prove? (laughs) Yeah basically i think what they're trying she says it proves something and basically i think what she's trying to say is it shows dedication to her yeah yeah
1: i understood what she understood it to mean i didn't understand what booth thought he was saying oh
0: i think i zoned out okay (laughs)
1: because they're having some argument about the voodoo thing and then she's just like no 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 and then he pulls out the earring and like this proves something Mm. and then he walks out and then she's just like yeah it does prove something and you know that she's
0: talking about yes the relationship but what was he talking about? Maybe he was also saying the same thing because earlier in the episode where he was like, I've already put my career on the line for this. And she's like, what do you mean? And we know that he means because he took evidence. Right. And but she doesn't know he did that yet. But maybe so when he's dangling the earring, maybe he's saying this proves. Well, if that's what it was, and that was shitty,
1: because the entire conversation leading up to that moment was about the voodoo. was literally
0: stuff. about the voodoo. So, so I yeah. thought
1: he was saying that there was. And then I was just like, is it because she had mentioned she'd made a point to mention earlier that she cared about the missing earring because it was her mother's earrings? I was like, does that have something to do with it? Look, none of this made fucking sense. <laughs>
0: um, I mean, correct.
1: I mean, yes, most of it was fine. I'm just I enjoy the episode
0: minus the racism and you pretend the
1: stupid voodoo bullshit isn't there. Yeah. I mean, we forgot to mention Sam at some point in the morgue just with a snake trying to cleanse the area of bad voodoo stuff. I am pissed. Oh, my God. I just I was like he was never just on screen being like a regular orderly. He was always on screen with his magic something bag or with a a giant snake on his shoulders taking some bad energy out of the room or like whatever, sprinkling magic powder on a body. He was never never, just a person. Yeah,
0: let you forget voodoo. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. All in all, I still pretty much mostly enjoyed the episode. I know it's crazy because I seem so angry right now, but I actually was pretty
0: much fine with it. Me too. Me too. Um, okay. On to uh, dudes. The most critical part of the podcast. <laughs> I've been brimming with dudes. Uh, give me your dudes.
1: Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to say I have to go first. Please. Oh, You no. can go first. No, go for it. I'm just, I was just joking because now it's gotten so much into the back of my mind. Like every time I see a cute guy in something I'm watching, I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk about him on the podcast. (laughs) And since we haven't recorded in a while, it's been a real backlog. And by backlog, I still only have three
0: names. I'll take it.
1: Okay. So as you know, I um, binged most of The Expanse during the holidays, which was a really pleasant fucking surprise, by the way, recommended to anyone who's into sci-fi. I'm going to give it a try. Yes, I didn't expect to like it, and I really do. Um, so, my two guys—no one's going to be shocked about the first one. <laughs> oh, I'm ready to go. His Google name him. is Steven Strait. He plays the main character, James Holden, on the show. I have him pulled oh. up for you, my friend. I would oh never God, force you to figure this out on your you own. Do, yes. Okay. No one is surprised. <laughs> he's a generally I mean, he's good-looking, skinny yes. white man. Yep. Correct. And he's the main character on the show. Check, check,
0: check. for and, then.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh. Boring skinny white guy.
0: <laughs> Glasses is a plus. We
1: all knew it was coming. <laughs> and, like, at this point, we should just... Somebody should form, like, a Rolodex of all the general, like, <laughs> average-looking skinny white men in Hollywood working right now and just put it on my list. But... He, his character, I will say in the show, like in the beginning, I'm like into his character and towards the end, I just start to get really annoyed with him because he's got like such a savior complex, but I won't get into that because I know you want to watch a show. Yes. But he's definitely the hero of the show. The other guy on that show, which was a real unexpected one for me, Mm -hmm. his real name in life is Wes Chatham? okay chaffin okay um he plays a character called amos burton on the show and on the show he's basically a brute he literally has like the the running through line of his character is almost like he completely lacks empathy and feeling okay he has no problem murdering people he's extremely violent and aggressive and as you know i'm normally not into that that's usually my type exactly (laughs) however and Mm -hmm. he also has kind of a dark backstory and you're like ooh, Ooh, okay but I am now super into him, and and it's almost kind of like complete odd. Like him and the other guy, uh, the the main character that I just showed you, mm-hmm. they're sort of like opposite sides, I guess you could say, of a similar coin. But I oh, he's he's not just usually so your type. buff, and he's like he looks. He looks and is on the show a complete mm. animal, and I'm just suddenly like, I'm so into this. Welcome to my world. <laughs> I like it. I'm like, you are an unhinged, um, unbalanced maniac. <laughs> I want in. <laughs> and then the last just honorable mention, because we've talked about him honorable before. <laughs> because we've talked about him before, so yes. we'll just revisit and re- I love it. Re- give him yet another round of applause. Mm-hmm. Um, as you also know, I- uh watched the alienist recently mm-hmm. uh the full two seasons i hope they make a third one are they gonna make a third one somebody tell me uh,
0: i believe um, they are
1: oh yes okay so anyway luke evans john moore um aka yep. john moore on the show um you know luke evans is always great um he's always cute and he's cute again
0: <laughs> i mean in those very well tailored uh, like waistcoats yeah
1: and he's like playing a gentleman. I mean, normally, like, of course, my only other reference point for him is Fast and the Furious movies, where he was sort of like a oh, baddie. Right, right, right. And that I thought was super hot. So like this is also kind of interesting because he's so such a buttoned up gentleman yes, guy. But yes. still I'm into it. So what can I say? Um uh, I like them all. Thank you very much. Although you rolled your eyes at Steven Strait, which I fully understand.
0: No, don't get me wrong, he's cute. No, but he there is, But like, yeah, of course. Um so I came in with no guys and now I have quite a list. Oh my god. I'm surprised you didn't bring up the first one, which is uh Reggae Jean Page from Bridgerton. <gasps> I forgot I watched
1: Bridgerton, probably cuz I tried to erase it from my memory. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. But he's very hands-a-thaw. He's fucking
1: he's so hot. Yeah.
0: Um uh, uh <laughs> So I mean, this is not usually my type. It's usually your type. What? But he's a comedian, so of course he's my type. James A. Castor. Oh, I love him. Which you know, we've talked about him. Not my type. He's like Lanky. I would marry him in a minute. Very pale white boy, but he's lovely. He's white.
1: He's (laughs) thin. He's funny. Everything. He looks weird. He's not conventionally handsome, in my opinion. Oh, I think
0: he's, yeah, he's cute but no like, i mean he's i don't not, mean he's
1: unattractive right. but i like that he looks different
0: yeah um and you unfortunately were not able to watch his <sighs> most recent stand-up no. special but it was really fucking good and he's also very like liberal progressive thoughtful i'm gonna empathetic. have to look up if he's putting anything else out at least then um person which only made me love him more um so yeah he is just a delight Ugh. I wholeheartedly support that one. Both mm. of them. Great. These are amazing all Great. around. Um during the break I also um rewatched all four of the Daniel Craig Bond films. Oh, which I would suggest it was very fun. I mean, Daniel Craig
1: is smoke show.
0: Uh, not again, not necessarily typical my type. I'm not usually a blonde That's type of true, person. actually. Yes. Um but i feel like he has the frame you like yes but i like him as james bond <laughs>
1: <laughs> i because Daniel Craig, also... fuck him
0: <laughs> but
1: james bond well
0: here's why because because he murders people you sicko i mean yes i love the license to kill um but he's quite because he's british he's yes. quite pale in real life but they give oh him ta- a tan yeah in bond and also like his suits are perfectly tailored like everything is made for him and he's just like ripped but in like a nice way yes um and he's so confident and it's just like oof because
1: he also is so suave sophisticated you know and all that kind of stuff he's like quiet he's not outwardly aggressively manly but yet he is the ultimate man so it's just like i get it girl oof uh, um i totally forgot the pale thing about how much you hate the paleness of people and like james Caster is like the palest fucking yes, human being on the planet but i'd marry
0: him tomorrow that's hilarious yeah. <laughs> and i say that as someone who is also very pale <laughs> um uh okay so this is a random one. Ooh, i hope but i just exciting as james acaster it's not i just need you to stick with me on it oh
1: no um
0: i i wonder have you seen the movie the american president i think so um maybe it's an old one right with like yeah michael douglas or something like that and net betting yeah it's basically it's written by aaron sorkin it's basically a west wing but at the west wing but as a movie nice um michael douglas in this movie looks Wait. good jacks <laughs> <laughs> i feel concerned I'm like, and his character, like, he's the president, again, that you want. And I was like, damn. Okay,
1: do you think it was maybe that? Like,
0: just, like, I pining so. over,
1: like, that? Because I feel the same it's way a, when I watch The West it's Wing. It's a character
0: who is confident, empathetic. Like, he's, yes, he, he's like a presidential James Bond. He's everything you want a guy to be. I'm in love with every male
1: character on The West Wing purely because of that yes. reason, whoever they are.
0: Yes, and he's like, he has a daughter who he loves, and he loves this woman, and blah, blah, blah. So just the whole thing was yeah i'm into it listen i'm into it i can't help myself here's the thing about michael douglas he's one of those people that's been in his haircut is great (laughs) (laughs) i've also discovered that i'm big on haircuts and when people have sloppy haircuts i don't like it but his haircut is decent in this movie here's the thing he's so white in this film and i'm all for it like again not usually my type Michael Douglas is someone that has
1: always been in my brain because he's been famous since we were, like, born. Yeah, he's 800 years old. So it's, like, it's... I feel like they're... they're yeah, like that, like, that era of movie star for me because I was aware of him even as, like, a young child watching mm-hmm. his movies with my parents.
0: It's hard for me to think... Think of him that way. I think I've loved him. I saw that movie as a kid and I liked him in it and I liked that movie so much. And so I have like a soft spot in my heart for it. And then I rewatched it and I really think you should rewatch it because it's so good. It's so good. Stuff. I just like now that I think about it, like
1: every leading man from Hollywood that I was introduced to at that age mm-hmm. when I was younger. Um, I don't think I have that sense of like, oh my God, he's like, I'm just thinking like the Harrison Fords, the Bruce Willis, the Arnold Schwarzeneggers, mm-hmm. like all those guys. I watched all their movies when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone, like, let's be real. Nobody's I mean, thinking I feel that nothing for Sylvester any Snow. of them. You just yeah. But I'm so the, I think Michael Douglas for me falls in that same category. Like gotcha. I acknowledge and I know that he's famous and people generally find him good looking because he's a famous actor. Mm-hmm. However, I don't get that maybe it's because i didn't see it. it's been a really long time since i've seen this movie i don't remember anything about it oh it's I, been a really long time since i've seen a michael douglas movie period
0: you i really
1: need you to watch this movie the only thing i remember take about, him my <laughs> attraction
0: him out of it you'll love this fucking movie. i'm
1: sure i will because i i love the west wing and i didn't know that this was an Aaron sorkin movie
0: the love the love story that you want so very badly yes. like you will and annette benning's a treasure you will love this movie Here's the thing. The only thing I
1: remember about Michael Douglas is when he, for some reason, publicly announced his esophageal cancer situation.
0: Let me, again, as this character. (laughs) Great. And he blamed it on all the cunnilingus he was giving
1: to Catherine Zeta-Jones. Look, it's fine. He's probably not wrong. That's a genuine mode of transmission Mm. of HPV, but like probably don't need to say it i don't know why you need to publicize that yeah <laughs> 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 were, was everyone were people clamoring to know <laughs> anyway any more? i'm dying to know if there's any more on the list
0: um yes um i think we talked about him before but we watched tenant and jd washington oh and robert pattinson
1: dreamboat oh my god and Tenet, he looked terrible to me but you loved he him he looked great to me you did I not like his haircut his fucking hair in that I movie was, oh, i and would shove my fingers great. through that hair all day long we are on the complete opposite ends of the hair spectrum sometimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it made me angry it mm-hmm. made him look too pretty they made him look like a girl in that movie wow I, mean, I don't know where that I came from. I often
0: find ladies attractive. So no, me too. I'm and into it. <laughs> not to suggest
1: that I'm into this super gender normative whatever, but like I, I I guess what it was is like I know how good Robert Pattinson can look. So and what do you want his hair to there. look like? It was, I think I, I think my problem was it was like this weird in between of like not, not long but not short, if yes, you know what I mean. Yes, so yes, I was just yes. kind of like, what's the deal? I see. Obviously, he's still an attractive man. There's no question about it. And I'm excited for him as, like, I, I, I don't know that I'd call my fan, myself a fan of Robert Penson but, like, I think he seems to be making cool movie choices and stuff. He's a so really cool, talented good
0: actor who, yeah, makes very interesting choices and, like, very thoughtful choices. I don't
1: even know if I ever thought he was a talented actor up till now, because I'd never seen him anything, like, besides, oh, I keep meaning to watch Good Times. I really need yeah, to. Yeah, me too.
0: So do you like him like this?
1: Yes, I'm into that okay so you like the short hair yeah like cleaned up hair clean my boy look (laughs) okay the way that you said that i did (laughs) not appreciate but yes (laughs) it's just like what what is he cedric diggory and then what else is he in the twilight stuff and i haven't really seen anything else that's my fault so i just didn't really have a frame of reference for him and yes i thought he was good in Tenant, um but yeah i'm sure my adoration will only grow
0: We're gonna, let's this watch good right.
1: I also want to watch Promising Young Woman. It's out on Prime Video, I think.
0: Oh yeah, I, uh, I can't. It's just really, oof, it's gonna make me sad. Oh, but I keep hearing, seeing, hearing, <laughs> seeing
1: like rave reactions from people. I. That's the type of movie that I will watch like two years from now. Okay. I will watch it, and I'll let you know if it's actually as bad. as Because I y'all love Carrie Mulligan. Yes.
0: Oh, when I say I don't think it's going to be bad. I'm sure it's excellent. It's just not um, for the moment right that now. That like, raw, fragile. Of like yes, yeah. Like she sounds like she was raped in the past, right? And now she's going after other men who are date rapists. Like that's that's some heavy stuff. That I'm. I have to be in the mood for dramas. Period. I tend to watch. As you all know, like, action movies yeah. and stuff or, like, fantasy. So I'm very picky when I watch dramas. And so I love her. I think she's great. It's just... And I think the some of the guys who they cast as, like, potential ickies... Yeah. Um are interesting choices oh okay but i just i'm like oof. i need to be in the right headspace i hear you honestly like that's also like we're all very fragile right now we're like going on like
1: what month 11 or something of this fucking isolation and me and you we like i mean we're obviously we live in the same (laughs) building so we see each other a lot but like we're you know we, we're we not necessarily we're like we're not with our families we're we're, we're alone. very much and quarantining then, yes. this whole time. we're very isolated so i i totally hear you on that and i've mostly been that's like i remember being so excited to watch ted lasso because mm-hmm. it was so exactly what i'd need in that moment yeah. but i really want to watch the movie and then i'm just gonna have to watch it with like a chaser like a ted lasso yeah, chaser yeah, yeah. right totally it's like something completely stupid anyway oh, i yeah, those are all my guys loved your guys um, I'm so pumped that James Acaster made the list because... Oh, you, I love him. You know, we all love to hilariously mock Zen's choices sometimes. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> guess what? She's not always wrong. I, I James Acaster would a thousand percent be on my list if I had remembered to
0: put him on there. Well... I did, so just remember that, <laughs> She forgot about you.
1: Well, because I just... He, oh, I yeah, hadn't, yeah. I excuses. Hadn't seen excuses. I hadn't <laughs> seen him in a thing recently. I saw his specials on Netflix. I love them all. I was so charmed. Um, okay. Hypotheticals. I have... Let me see. I Sorry. I wrote two down as options. Great. And let me just make sure I think which one is better. You can do both. Maybe
0: we'll answer them quickly. One of them is shorter than
1: the other. Okay. Well, let me give you the better one. Okay. I think it's a better one. Okay. If you were given the option to live in anyone's head, be like being Ooh. John Malkovich style, right? Like you're I've like not puppeting seen that them. Movie. Okay, you're basically your consciousness is put into somebody else's body. Mm-hmm. You control their body completely. That person's consciousness is like super it's just on pause. It's like squash. No, I think they're aware. They're just squashed down. Oh, it's a little torturous for them. I think if I remember that movie correctly. Okay. Um,
0: forever. Oh God. Would you do it? And who's body would you choose would i do it no of course i wouldn't do it. that'd be terrible to do some to somebody <laughs> but if i had to hold on let me look up being john malkovich again because i okay because
1: i didn't expect you to get okay let's pretend I'm the sorry. other okay then no, no, let's put it on pause let's say the person's on pause because i want the question is meant to be about you would you choose to leave your own body to take this other person's life
0: oh i wasn't even thinking about that yeah okay so
1: pretend like the other person's not even feeling it it's completely of no consequence to them
0: Do you have an answer? I'm going to have to think about
1: it. I do have an
0: answer, but it made me feel like bad about myself.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Well, no, no, no. So my answer was going to be yes. Mm -hmm. And I would probably pick, like we kind of talked about this before, right? Right. Like women that we really admire, I Mm -hmm. think we were talking about. And I had mentioned like a Melinda Gates or like a Michelle Obama. And so like, I would love to live that kind of life, but yes even if they weren't feeling anything you are taking someone something from someone else Mm -hmm. but also it made me wonder like does that mean i does that does that like belie some sort of self-loathing do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like but i don't think so (laughs) i just imagine the biggest issue being like how weird must it be to like Have spent thirty something years as an Asian woman, and all of my identity is this, and then suddenly I'm living the life of like this black woman. Like that must be so fucking weird and jarring. But Mm. I, the the opportunity to do something like that, I think I'd have a hard time saying no to that.
0: Okay, so if you change it up a little bit, and we're living in the future, uh, (laughs) I don't mean to make this. It's like a real get out scenario. But like, let's say your body for some reason is no longer functioning but they have scientists have the ability to like put your consciousness oh sure i like I into another body off of me. yes, yes. <laughs> trying to make you feel less bad about this thank you thank you uh so they're like okay in order to keep your body is not going to be viable anymore but we can put your consciousness into anybody who do you want it to be and say that person there they agree to it they signed a consent form their body is working but their consciousness is gone Maybe they're a vegetable or some shit, but nobody knows, so they can just pop back out into the world. And it's- gotcha. Let's let's make it a conveniently for us a victimless thing. Okay, yes. Take take, take the, the guilt out yes. of it.
1: Oh well, then hell yeah. I want to know. I would you know now that you're talking about that scenario. I one thing I didn't consider is like. Also, someone who's, like, an athlete. I think we were jokingly talking about this the other day, about how I was, like, what does it feel like (laughs) to, like, actually be able to use your body in a way that's, like, really empowering? Yeah. I would love to know what that feels like. So, maybe it would be not, like, a Michelle Obama, per se, although she's incredibly fit. Mm. Um, But, like, I'm trying to, oh, God, this is where I don't, I don't know sports. Yeah. I
0: don't know sports. I mean... That's actually where my I'm brain trying to went to. Like a female Olympian that
1: I maybe like a female. Oh, like Serena a Simone Will. Biles. Oh, yeah. Oh shit,
0: that'd be so sick. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Is that your final answer?
1: Oh, but then again, I just worry about the cognitive dissonance of being like, how do I? No, I. I I would do it. Okay, so like Simone Biles got into some sort of catastrophic accident where she's a vegetable don't brain even, dead. Don't worry about yeah, that. Okay. This is,
0: I mean, it's a hypothetical. It's fine. Yes. I would live like a Simone Biles's life. See, I'm taking into consideration many factors. Oh, interesting. Their age. Uh, this is going to sound horrible, but like, do I find them attractive so that if you're tra- considered attractive in the world, your life is going to be easier? That's That's fair. That's um, true are that I want someone who's younger because I want to be able to live more life yeah. um I did also go to athlete because I think if I could have I mean like a Serena Williams I could have deal but she's toward the end of her end of her career I want someone who is I mean, <laughs> what to be realistic yes, yes no you're right is. you're right yeah um
1: I mean I uh, yeah. guess so something about it. I guess it, for me it's I don't even care if I'm the best at anything. I just want to know what it feels like to see be that when you incredible. said
0: that my brain even though I mean she's clearly the greatest gymnast who's basically ever competed, yeah, um, but your' career is so short i mean you're basically done by the time you're what, yeah. like 22 sure your body because they start so young and they have so much muscle and it's so compact that if they don't continue working out they just kind of become stout looking yeah um huh. because there is so much muscle there like if you looked at retired yeah. gymnasts like because of why would they keep up that regimen that regimen is insane but they have very specific body types after that because they're usually like five feet tall and there's compact little ladies um and like do i want to be a man oh my god i didn't even think about that Um, okay
1: but yeah but just keep in mind the hypothetical is forever so if you make that choice you're a man forever
0: i with my consciousness though, i can be a man who tries to create a lot of opportunities for women and dedicate my life to that. You know the thing is, like, as I wonder about like the racial aspect. And I'd be but- an amazing <laughs> husband. I'd be the. I'm already. A, I am a great girlfriend. I'd be the best boyfriend. You husband. would. You. Oh, I'd be would. so caring. Um, I'm great at gift giving.
1: <laughs> oh. I do think, like, I ponder about the race thing, but I don't know that that would be a deal breaker for me. But I do think the gender thing is a deal breaker for me. I think being a woman is so fundamental to how i see myself and think about myself interesting i just don't think i could i and i don't want to be like i i understand like on a maybe intellectual level that that could be an interesting experience to see how the world sees you differently and reacts Mm -hmm. to you differently but Mm -hmm. i just i i love so much about being a woman i find it so empowering in a different way
0: oh i fucking sometimes i just can't fucking stand it
1: oh wow interesting
0: yeah um
1: Hmm. Then you should be like, oh God, I don't know male athletes either. This is where um, one of your Manchester United guys or I'm whatever. I'm literally
0: looking at the different players. Dude, you'd be Liverpool. fucking rich in um, your prime. Yeah. Ooh, do I, oh, so a lot of them are married with kids. And <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that shit. No. Um, hmm. And, like, Megan Rapinoe, the professional soccer player, has had an amazing career, but also she's toward the end of her career, pretty much. Um, Would you ever consider,
1: like, a young, un- more unknown, because unknown to me because I can't name a single <laughs> athlete, but, like, a younger, like, yeah, female professional soccer player or maybe even WNBA or whatever?
0: Um, But then there's also, like like basically i would want i think i want someone who has the opportunity and the skill set that i wish i had which is either um superior athleticism or like artistry like i wish i could either sing or like like visual artists like yeah. be a painter or something like yeah, i would yeah, love yeah. to have that type of skill that kind of you always have it no matter how old you are or whatever like yes i hear you um to edit a lot of this it's just me talking aloud um, oh no, I mean look this was a head scratcher because like do I want to be just like if I could be Ariana Grande because I don't necessarily like her personality but I think her talent is immense yeah and then all of a sudden instead of just being this whatever girl I could that I don't mean to write her off like that but like I yeah. could you have this immense platform to do something great for women yeah um, that would be interesting. Although I'd be like, we're not tanning anymore because you're pale as hell. So no, not her. <laughs> um, Let's
1: finish this part of your life. Yeah. Um. Let's end this.
0: I don't. Oh god. That's a great question. I don't know that I can think of one person right now. It's a toughie. It is.
1: And I don't think I thought about it nearly as deeply as you when I originally was I thinking about it. I take these very seriously. <laughs> no, and I appreciate it because you know what? It's, it's... I mean, I'm already interested in the idea like I had not even remotely considered being a man. Mm. It wasn't even an option in my brain.
0: Or like, do I want to be like a comedian and be able to hang out with those types of people. That'd be really cool. Yes, but that life is a grind, I think. So you would want to be probably an established creator. Yeah, you'd be like, I'm Bill Burr or
1: something, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But maybe a less angry one. Um,
0: uh, Like, oh, you know who I would... Would you be
1: James Acaster? No, you know who I would want to be,
0: but she's already such an amazing person who I respect and adore so much, but like Ashley B. Oh, yeah! Um,
1: she is lovely
0: she's and she uses like her instagram and stuff to she's big on like um just like environmental things and trying to like only buy um clothes from like charity shops and stuff because we should be reusing instead of just buying new things and like she highlights really great organizations so as much as i in this scenario i would want her to live her full life and have it be wonderful, but um and I think she's also a hilarious comedian. Right. Um so I think as much as I wouldn't I I would not want her to not exist, but I think if I could be, be her, she's someone whose our values line up. I think she's very pretty. She's a single lady, seemingly, so, yes. like, I'm not attached to anybody. She's super funny. Like, I think it would be Ashling B. I like it. That li- I feel like that also lines up so much with who you are already, yeah. Oh, thanks, pal. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that is maybe my final answer. Although, I still, it would be great to just, like, be able to paint or something.
1: I mean, I feel like if it was like for a day or like
0: a couple, like a month, yeah. or, you know, like then there would be what, so many one options. year of your life. Yeah. as a professional soccer player, as you know, a fucking rock star. That's
1: true. I guess I didn't really think about longevity either.
0: Could I be Adele for a year? Yeah, but I'll I guess be I Adele didn't also think
1: about personality because I assume because you're in the body, it's you, it's your personality. So I didn't really think That's about a person true. whose personality I like.
0: I mean, she has. I'll I'll destroy her comedy career cuz I'm not her. <laughs> but like she has the friendship group that I like. She has the career that I like. Um I would be happy to live in England. She's young, she's single, like her circumstances. Yeah. I like very much. Yeah, I hear And you. I think she's super pretty. Totally. Dunsky.
1: Yeah. That makes total sense. You put way more thought into that than I did. I was like, Listen. I don't know, Simone
0: Biles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that'd be great. She's crazy talented.
1: Yeah, but then I wouldn't be talented, right? I'm in her brain, but that doesn't mean maybe I can we do can, the things she can in do. In this hy-
0: again, in this hypothetical, maybe you're able, like the Matrix, to just download the same skill set that she has. Yeah, maybe I could be a comedian still, and it's like we don't ruin what they're existing. Yes. Thing is. it's like she doesn't no longer you become can a still gold medal gymnast. Bounce around, yeah, like Simone Biles. That was a that just was a terrible waste way to say to just just bounce around <laughs> skill which is insane, but you know what I mean yes totally
1: I mean I feel like that would be the most it, it's like the it's the most different from the person that I am now in terms of like what I think my skill sets are mm-hmm. versus what hers clearly are um but I hadn't also considered like what you were saying, which is I feel like almost with with how do you say pronounce her first name again Eiling ashling ashling okay um like i feel like that's more just like almost like an augmented alternative reality version of you yeah like it's like the similar a lot of things are similar it's just like if you had become a comedian it's that like then that's the eventuality or something and like she
0: has tv shows and stuff right. that are like i have difficulty whenever um you're like playing like a video game or something you're created you can create a character I can never create someone who's super different from me. Interesting. I just, it doesn't, I don't know why I can't do that. But for some reason, they're always at least baseline similar. But that's
1: probably better for for living in this body for the rest of your life. Maybe I should rethink mine. I mean, I'll stick with Simone Biles for now. I think it's a worthy choice. She's incredible. Yeah. But you know what? I, I guess I hadn't really considered... I, I just... Yeah. <laughs> Clearly I didn't understand my own hypothetical that well. Well, we,
0: I also changed it on you, even though you very kindly brought no, it up. No, no. I mean, I think you made it more interesting.
1: I have... To, now, because now it's like which part's... If I'm assuming I'm living in the body, I'm assuming all the stuff that I can already know and do mm-hmm. come with me, and maybe that's the part. All of a
0: sudden, Simone Biles is the most amazing scientific strategist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "How does she she's like?" Me? I want to work in medcoms, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "What?"
0: <laughs> I'm done with gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. you would have a life. I'm sure she'll be. I, I don't know if she's going to compete in another Olympics. I hope so, but. She can probably only compete in one more. Yeah, and then she'll probably be able to be a commentator for the rest of her life. And right, to, she'll be able to go to the Olympics probably for the rest of her I career. Mean,
1: I automatically think of her or like like a Rihanna. I just think oh like, Rihanna be, fucking, that'd
0: be a, killing it. Yo, that'd be a great one to oh, be. Oh my god, she I, has a great life. The seemingly. thing is, she's so great, and that she's I, an entrepreneur. I wouldn't want
1: to like supersede her life because I'd just be like, well, Rihanna is so great, we just need her in the world. That's
0: I, how I feel about Ashley B. Right. That's a tough... Yeah, but no, Rihanna would be... I would uh, be oh, in, I'm so obsessed with that. being Rihanna. She's gorgeous. She's not only she's a like singer. She doesn't take anyone's shit. She, nope. And like, her makeup is... Supo- she's like a amazing. bajillionaire now. Because yeah. of all her fucking businesses. Yeah. All right, maybe I'll But she's Rihanna. still like... She doesn't pop up in the media too much, only yeah. when seemingly she really wants to. Because she's living her own fucking life yeah. and she doesn't care what you think. It's She's great. really funny too. Yeah. I like her. Maybe a lot. I'll do just Rihanna as a person. <laughs> yeah, and then you can just sing whenever you want to. That's true. Yes, an artist. Yeah, she has great clothing. Ugh. Yeah, you like clothing and makeup a lot. And she has she has all, all that of that at her disposal. Ugh, that would be awesome. All right, Ooh,
1: maybe I'll do Rihanna, Rihanna instead. That's a great one. <laughs> yes. Nice.
0: What was your other one?
1: Oh, um, slightly more lighthearted, I think, mm.
0: but maybe not. Now that I read it. Oh, because um, I take everything too fucking serious. Well, <laughs>
1: I just, I I think I write these and I'm just, or like I find them and I'm like, this would be funny. If you had to be haunted by a ghost for the Ooh, rest of your life, so okay. they're just always with you wherever you are. It's okay. like constant companion. Gotcha. That no one else can see but you. Okay. But could choose which dead person the ghost be. Mm. Who would you choose as your ghost?
0: Ooh, that's a great one. Um, Do you have an answer? I
1: do not. Oh, okay. I always forget that part of this is that I should have answers to my hypotheticals. <laughs> I'm still learning. <laughs> totally fine. It's only been a year
0: plus. <laughs> um, okay. So my choice, uh, is Gilda Radner. Oh, um, cause I want someone, I think I, part of me was like, do I want a guy? Cause I feel like guys will like kind of build you up when, so often myself and I've, as we talked like women in general kind of don't have a lot of innate confidence that sometimes men do but then yeah. i was like no because i wanted to be able to turn to a lady and be like these motherfuckers am i right? right um and i want someone who is funny and who i can have fun with um and she seemed like a very thoughtful sensitive empathetic person but who could also have a lot of fun wow. so wherever we'd go we'd have a bit of a laugh um that is such a great one that is my answer because it's like if this is for the rest of my life i gotta i gotta get along with this person
1: you know what that's so funny because my initial gut reaction and maybe this is partially because it's just so much and current events times mm. was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, that's a great one. Because I was ex- thinking in the exact same way as you, like, if it's somebody who's going to be with you all the time, I want someone who I think is going to push me to mm-hmm. be, like, the best version yes. of myself I think I can be. Yes. And so that means I want a woman who was groundbreaking in her own right, totally. if that makes sense. And so, yeah. Like it has my, the same
0: values. and Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. And someone who... Again, like obviously, none of us knew any of these women personally, totally. but hopefully they're not like complete cunts. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine
0: anyone being like that. That monster, <laughs> Rbg. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and look, like just
1: because you're being haunted by them and they're always with you doesn't mean you have to always be talking. So right. you can take breaks, right? If you're getting on each other's nerves. So yeah, okay. And then that case, I'm gonna stick with
0: oh, I think Ruthie. I think she strikes me as having also, but a good sense of humor. Yeah. But, and also because she's so much older, I feel like she'd give me great grandmotherly wisdom, yes. wise advice. That's kind of what I was thinking about, yeah. too. Like, I want someone a little nurturing.
1: Right. So you're there <laughs> like, oh, this work thing
0: or though, oh, this yeah. life thing. It should be like, none of this fucking I matters. I want some good insight <laughs> from someone who's lived a bit.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Who's like gone through the gamut of it all and like knows.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a great answer. All right. Me and Ruthie just chilling, you and Gilda. Yeah. <laughs> we can have little double dates. <laughs> I feel like they would get along and be so much fun. Yeah, that's that's the hypotheticals, man. Oh, those are great. I really Glad like those. Glad you enjoyed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will be back uh, in two weeks, and I will post pictures of all of these men, <laughs> including Michael Douglas and Amer- the American Ugh. president. I need you to watch that film and just get on board all with right, me. look. Not with Michael Douglas, I'll but just with the movie. Put
1: it on the list. I can't promise I'll be into him as much as you
0: apparently are. No, I don't want you to watch it for him. I just think you'll really, I genuinely, like, I know you'll like the movie. Oh, goody. Okay, yes. Because it's a compact, a two-hour West Wing. Yes. Okay. But was still, I got emotional toward the end, and that was all I needed to hear. A two-hour West it's Wing. Just, it literally <laughs> is like, uh, is it Martin Sheen?
1: Wait, are we like dummies? And like the West Wing was basically,
0: I don't know, created which came because first. of okay, yeah. But Martin Sheen plays the chief of staff to so Michael Douglas's character. So the
1: American President came out in 1995, which is definitely before I think the because I think the West Wing was like late 90s. Yes, 1999. So 95. well there you go, yeah,
0: it is you you the the DNA is all there. it's you know what so
1: good. I can already tell just based on the synopsis that I'm seeing here, I'm gonna be obsessed with this movie.
0: It's so good, and like <laughs> little kid me enjoyed it oh, like I what which like wow. of all the things, like I don't know why, like. Yeah. Nine year old me was really into it, but I was just like, oh, this is great. I just, I remember watching it, but I don't remember feeling any particular way about it. So that's interesting. Oh, oh, I was in tears by the end. (laughs) So good. If you got nothing else from this podcast, forget (laughs) about Bones, forget about the men. Just watch The American President. Yes. Such an inspiring, lovely film. (laughs) And it's so on topic. Like, literally, they're talking about uh, climate change and gun control. And this was in
1: 1995. Oh, God. That's actually shakes me to my core that none of these things have changed though Mm -hmm. um well so this was just like a one and a half hour long commercial for the american president (laughs) i'm fine with it i'm a 25 year old movie
0: it's totally fine so good i might just watch it again for the hell of it incredible and it's the love story that you want (laughs) stop pointing at me accusingly, zen lu Well, i i'm just gonna wait for the text to be like i watched it it was amazing so I'm gonna just gonna post on Instagram on O and R podcast um, about the American president. Perfect. And maybe I'll mention Bones in there at some point. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Bones will come up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>